Welcome to the FUMS Now podcast show, where you'll gain information, inspiration, and motivation for living your best life with multiple sclerosis. Find us online at FUMSnow.com. I'm your host, Kathy Reagan Young. Hey, it's Kathy, and I have another great podcast from the Offscript Health Network family to share with you. It's called Is It Serious? And it's two top doctors pulling back the curtain on the American healthcare system and answering all of your health concerns one question at a time. They talk about everything from complex health issues to the absurdity of drug commercials. They also share healthcare hacks, insider insurance tips, and mean tweets from their personal social media accounts. It's truly infotainment. Learn a lot, laugh a lot. Check out Is It Serious today. After you listen to FUMS, of course, I'll put a link in today's show notes. Want to learn more about how diet affects quality of life in MS? How about diet's long-term effects on motor function, low-contrast vision sensitivity, fatigue, mood, and disease activity? Have I got your attention? Great, because today's guest is Dr. Terry Walls. She's returning to talk about her latest study, and she's looking to recruit MSers, so stay tuned. Dr. Terry Walls is an Institute for Functional Medicine Certified Practitioner and a Clinical Professor of Medicine at the University of Iowa, where she conducts clinical trials in the setting of multiple sclerosis. In 2018, she was awarded the Institute for Functional Medicine's Linus Pauling Award for her contributions in research, clinical care, and patient advocacy. She's the author of The Walls Protocol, A Radical New Way to Treat All Chronic Autoimmune Conditions Using Paleo Principles, and the cookbook, The Walls Protocol, Cooking for Life. Welcome back to the pod, Dr. Walls. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming back again. You hold the record, by the way, for return interviews. This is your third episode. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm hoping I'll be back three more times with Excellent. more exciting things to talk about. Right. I welcome it. For those of you who haven't heard the other episodes, they are episodes 10 and 103, and I'll put the links in the show notes. But today, you're here to talk about a new research study that you're recruiting patients for called Efficacy of Diet on Quality of Life in Multiple Sclerosis. So why don't you just tell us about the objectives of the study and, and the qualifications to participate? Sure. So our big goal is to see what effect diet has on quality of life and fatigue. Now, those are what we call the primary outcomes. The secondary outcomes include you know, changes in mood, anxiety, depression, changes in thinking ability, uh, working memory. Uh, change in walking function, hand function, walking endurance, uh, and then uh, a blood biomarker, serum neurofilaments. Uh, and, we, and in other studies, we've seen that as people age or as the brain volume shrinks or as they have relapses, the serum neurofilaments increase. And if there is really effective treatment uh, in terms of the disease-modifying treatments, the serum neurofilaments fall. So we'll be doing some blood measurements uh, along the way. And then uh, we're very excited because we're going to have MRIs at the beginning. And uh, when people come back at the end of the study, two years, we'll repeat all of those assessments, the patient-reported outcomes, the walking, uh, the hand function, the vision assessments, and the MRIs uh, and the blood biomarkers. So this will be uh, one of the largest 
and longest studies that have been done in the study of multiple sclerosis. And very comprehensive. That's a lot that you're looking at there. (laughs) We're looking at lots of stuff. Uh, And on top of that, we're freezing blood each time we see people. We see people three times. So uh, we're freezing some blood from the uh, baseline visit, the three-month visit, and the 24-month visit. Uh, So we'll be continuing to write grants so we can analyze that frozen blood. Oh, excellent. So it's not a one and done. You'll be able to use it in the future for other studies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. I love that. So we know what you're looking for in this study. What does it look like from the patient's perspective? So the participants that, that we want are people with relapsing, remitting multiple sclerosis, according to the 2017 McDonald uh, Diagnostic Criteria. Uh, and you can be on disease-modifying drugs or not on disease-modifying drugs. So I, mm. that, that's fine. And we need adults, so people age 18 up to age 70, um, and who are competent uh, uh, in order to give consent. So if you happen to have you know, a severe mental impairment uh, that you can't make your own decisions, you would not be eligible. God. But um, if you are between 18 uh, and 70, and you don't have serious uh, heart disease, liver disease, uh, taking insulin, taking Coumadin. I mean, if you're a train wreck because you have other complicated medical problems, I, I can't let you in. Right, got um, it. But if you have you know, uh, high blood pressure, uh, you're overweight, uh, that's not a problem. If you have mild anxiety, depression, that's not a problem. And you just need to be able to get to Iowa City. So drive. Yeah. Fly, take a train, get here, be here for visit one, visit two at three months, and visit three at 24 months. Okay. And we have people from all over the country participating. Okay. That was going to be my next question. So you're open to anybody within the confines of what you just described. They don't have to actually live there. They just have to be able to get there three times. Correct. Okay. Uh, Get there three times. You know, and we have uh, some funding for travel. Uh, but the funding uh, is limited, so we we can give some support to up to 500 miles. So if people are a thousand miles away or 500 miles away, you get the same level of support. Uh, so the further you are, you realize you'll have a, a little more expense. Right. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm particularly excited to hear the age range because I hear from so many people, you know, right around. 50 or so, they start falling off the ability to- excluding them, yeah. Yes, yeah. And and oftentimes, that's the time of life they have more time to be participating in clinical trials. And they're like, what do we do? So this is great. That's a huge range. The doors to the Patients Getting Paid membership community are now wide open. This is a community of people with chronic illness learning to find and create flexible remote work that accommodates their health. I call us chronicpreneurs. There are trainings, coaching calls, networking opportunities, co-workings, and a ton of resources. Want to take better care of yourself and still generate an income? Join us at patientsgettingpaid.com. Let me explain the three dives that we're looking at. 
please. Uh, the first one um, is a time-restricted olive oil ketogenic. Uh, there's been some really exciting uh, research that lower carbohydrate ketogenic diets uh, have been very good for fatigue, quality of life. No one has done one long enough to measure the effect on MRIs yet. So we, we uh, and we know uh, in a six-month study that the ketogenic diet uh, was associated with a lower serum neurofilaments. And, and serum neurofilaments, a lower number is good. So uh, that was very exciting to see that um, a ketogenic diet could have a favorable impact there. But that was only a six-month study. So uh, we'll be doing two years. We're using olive oil instead of dairy fat uh, because we think that's more heart healthy. And there's so many studies showing the benefits of a Mediterranean diet, which stresses olive oil. So again, we're using a ketogenic diet with olive oil. Time restriction means that we want people to have a slightly more narrow eating window. That's six to eight hours a day. So uh, that it basically means you skip breakfast and have lunch and supper uh, in that group. I think you and I maybe, I can't remember if we were recording at the time, but we talked at one point about how I had recently started intermittent fasting and what a huge mm-hmm. difference that had made for me. So I'm excited to, yeah. to hear about this. That's great. And in multiple studies, uh, time restriction feeding uh, has been very well tolerated. It's uh, easier for people to sustain than periodic fast or the intermittent uh, fast where you have a more serious calorie restriction two or three days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other intervention diet is a modified paleo diet. Uh, it's just basically the same diet we used in the WAVE study. That when we talked uh, uh, the second time you and I talked mm-hmm. about when we compared the low saturated fat diet and the modified paleo elimination diet. Mm-hmm. It's the modified paleo elimination diet uh, is the other one. Um, so we're excluding gluten, uh, grains, uh, legumes, uh, uh, dairy, eggs, uh, and people having uh, plenty of vegetables, meat, fish. And again, we have a lot of experience with that diet. Yeah. And then the third group, um, uh, and that's really pretty interesting. The third group is you get your usual diet, but we'll give you information on dietary guidelines from Americans. And every month we're going to give you tips on how to improve uh, your diet quality, which uh, in a way that's uh, quite afford- affordable. Uh, so you're getting tips on more vegetables, uh, tips on uh, how to have more whole grain, how to eliminate sugar processed foods. Uh, and you know the, the question is, can diet improve quality of life? Will one of these diets be better than the other two? Um, you know, I think we don't know. It's quite possible that the usual diet group, as we sort of nudge them, to eat more of these radical things known as vegetables. <laughs> uh, and people actually do. Uh, and they end up with a diet that increases more vegetables, more berries. We may find that all three groups in the end have better quality of life, less fatigue, uh, better clinical outcomes, uh, and equivalence on the MRIs. And that we're able to show that, in fact, people can improve the quality of their diet with these uh, gentle nudges that we're going to do once a month. Uh, We don't know, or we may find that the ketogenic diet, you know, is uh, the true winner and, you know, hits everything out of the ballpark and does a great job with the ceremonial filaments, great job in the MRIs, the clinical outcomes. Or maybe it's the paleo diet, or maybe the the paleo diet and the ketogenic diets are too much work. People say, you know, phooey, 
Mm -hmm. uh, but the usual diet that improved their vegetables, which was more sustainable and easier, ends up being the winner. We, we don't really know. And, and that's that's the beauty of doing research. You don't know. That's why you, you craft an interesting question, mm -hmm. uh, get to the peer reviews, run the study, uh, and this will take me five years to answer. <laughs> because, you know, it, it, you take a couple of years to, to recruit because we're, we're trying to get 156 people. So that's that's a lot of people to get into the study. Yeah. Um, follow them for two years. Yeah. Get all the data. So it'll be probably about five years from now that we'll have the data completed, cleaned, analyzed, uh, and then hopefully being presented at some of the uh, national meetings like the Consortium of MS Centers or the America's Committee on Treatment and Research in MS. Fantastic. This is so interesting. I wondered, as you were talking about this, is journaling part of the requirement of this? Are they keeping some kind of journal? Well, in the usual care group, they hear from us uh, once a month uh, with our messages, uh, helpful tips, videos, cooking, etc. Mm -hmm. In the keto group and in the paleo group, they'll have a once a month group Zoom call with the dietitians where they're uh, getting tips, answering questions, and then have a chance to chat with each other about uh, their experience. And, and I'll tell you, in our previous studies that we've done, when we have these group calls, it's, very, it's certainly very helpful for them to be able to ask questions we can answer and clarify. But the other thing that people love is talking to each other. Yes, community. This is how I got my husband on board. This is how I got my kids on board uh, and my friends. Uh, because while it's helpful for me to give ideas, mm -hmm. it lands, you know, it's very different when a peer sure. talks about how they did it. Absolutely. Well, and their own lived experience speaks to it rather than, you know, Absolutely. that that's the perfect example of, or I'm the perfect example of um, the intermittent fasting. I had read so much about it. I think I had even written an article about it. So I understood it, but I thought, oh, that's not for me. The only way I came about that was because I had a colonoscopy and it was sort of a forced fasting. <laughs> and what I found was <laughs> yes. for three days after that, I had what I call my big girl words. I wasn't word fishing. The mental clarity was off the charts. I had no fatigue. It was markedly different for me and I, thankfully put the two together and went, well, maybe this is legit. I had read about it, but I until I learned it for myself, had some lived experience, and now I am a huge proponent, as all of my friends will tell you, I'm constantly suggesting they give it a try. Absolutely. Community's huge. I think the chance to talk uh, regularly is a very, very helpful. I agree. Uh, very helpful. How about a kid international participants is that allowed i recognize 500 miles yeah. is what you've got you know some monetary help for correct so what we caution people is uh and we do have some international folks who are getting screened um and i i'm sure with the, kathy that we've given you our brochure and our links that people have to complete to screen to verify that yes and that will be in the show notes for everyone so yes international people can come the the requirement is you have to still the requirement is pretty simple. 18 to 70, relapsing emitting MS, uh, and you can't have significant, you know, those diseases. If you can get yourself to Iowa City, 
so we can uh, get to our appointments, then there there is no restriction uh, in terms of yeah. uh, being out of country. So yes, we are seeing people out of the country. My team is reminding them, you're not becoming Dr. Wall's patient. You do not get to see Dr. Wall's. You're in the study. If you want to see me as a patient, then you have to go to my website and there's a process for that. But yes, we do have people, international folks that are coming. Good. Uh, and we're, we're thrilled to have you. Because, you know, it's a lot of work to get 156 people. Yes, no kidding. It's a lot of work. So we're, we're happy. Anyone who's willing to come, we're thrilled. Good, good. Does this study have any exercise requirements, movement, or is it left up to the individual? It's up to the individual. Uh, what we will probably tell you is because it's a diet study, exercise is not part of our interventions. We won't want you to start a new exercise routine for these two years. However, if your physician says, I'm sending you to physical therapy, I am sending you to an exercise class. So whatever your physician is directing, of course, we want you to do that. Right. Got it. Of course. Always listen to your doctor, right? <laughs> and again, if you're on drugs, that is fine. Yeah. If you're not on drugs, that is fine. We want you to be continue your care through your neurology team. Whatever you and they have worked out it is fine with us. Fantastic. Well, Dr. Walls, I can't thank you enough for coming. You've laid this out very clearly. I think it's real clear for everybody to understand who can participate, what's required in the participants. And I'm certainly excited. I'm going to look into it. Yeah, you should you should sign up. We'd love to have you, my friend. Uh, my family's all of in Minnesota, so that would be a nice segue. I could stop by there and, and then head up to Minnesota and see them. I just want to let everybody know that we're going to have all the links and everything in the show notes, but we have made the link very easy for you to remember. You can just go to fumsnow.com slash walls study. That's W-A-H-L-S study and get all the information. I just wanted to thank you, Dr. Walls, for always pushing forward in research on behalf of this community. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you. And also, thanks for always stopping by FUMS with whatever you're up to. I look forward to the next time you come by. That sounds wonderful. Thank you for all the great work that you do as well. Quick shout out to Steve Woodward at podcastingeditor.com for the fantastic work on this podcast, including editing, show notes, and ingenious ideas. If you'd like help with your podcast, whether you're just starting out or an old pro, visit podcastingeditor.com and tell Steve I sent you. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate you listening to the FUMS podcast show. Be sure to subscribe to it so you won't miss an episode. You can do that right on the website at fumsnow.com. While you're there, sign up for the free email list so you'll be among the first to know of any new findings in MS research, new therapies and products, as well as any blog posts and podcast episodes I release. Want to chat with others in the FUMS community? Join us on Facebook at FUMS Now. Thanks again, and don't forget to talk to the stupid disease as it deserves. Tell it FUMS every day.